0: cast him into some pit, and we will say some evil beast has devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. You may be seated. Now, we know this is in reference to Joseph, the dreamer. He was his father's favorite. Dad made some mistakes by openly showing that. If he had kept it a secret, things might have been a lot better. But then he made Joseph a beautiful coat of many colors. And then Joseph began to have some dreams, and he began to share them. And, whoo, that started a family feud. He was 17 years old when these events began. And so, Joseph, innocent Joseph, he couldn't help what he was dreaming. He was just sharing what he dreamed. But his brothers really got envious. And so, they began to talk together and said, let's kill this dreamer. Throw him in a pit. Tell daddy. Some evil beast got him. Let's see what will come of his dreams then. But the oldest. Reuben. He said let's don't kill him. What good will it do to kill him? Let's just take him and put him in this pit. This hole in the ground. Where there's no water. You see Reuben He had a plan that he'd come back later and let him go. And so today I want to talk to you about this particular phrase, the pits. Okay, maybe you've never been there where you would say, when circumstances got a hold of you, this is the pits. Okay, I'm the only one. I'll be human. I'll I'll be human. You know what I'm saying? I'm 66 years old, and I've had a lot of pits. What do you matter? You, You can identify with that? You've had a few pits? Now, the pits is basically a slang word, and it means Something very bad and unpleasant. The pits. I believe that would qualify as the brothers grabbed Joseph, took his coat off, killed a lamb, took the blood, ripped his coat up, put blood all over it, threw him in a pit. Thank God for Reuben. Thank God for a mediator and an intercessor. Well, they got to talking. Reuben was gone, and here comes some merchants by, and they said, you know what? What profit is it if we kill him? Let's just make a dollar or a shekel, or whatever. Let's sell him. So they did. They sold him to these traveling merchants. Reuben came back and said, oh, where is he? Reuben must have thought, they killed my brother. That's the pits. That's a very bad and unpleasant thing. The Bible does not define pit as that. It defines pit as basically a surstron. Or a prison. I got thinking about that. Wow. Such opposite. It can either be a well or a dungeon. When I say it's the pits, it's not a well. It seemed like a prison, though I thought. You see, the Bible gives us two opposite meanings of the same word. There was Joseph in a pit. Nowhere did I ever read that he used the slang, this is the pits. Has anybody ever said that? No, don't show me because I'll be preaching to you. Hopefully, I'm preaching to you anyway. So, let's go over Joseph and the circumstances that you and I would call this is the pitch. He was sold and then sold again. This time, he was sold to Potiphar, Pharaoh's captain of the guard. Now, the captain of the guard. More than likely, he was the chief jailer. That's going to come into play here in a moment. And so Joseph was his servant, paid for, Ba. And the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him in the hole. And the Lord was with him with the merchants. And the Lord was with him when he went into Potiphar's house. And the Lord blessed his jailer. And then Joseph must think this is pretty good. The master has given me charge of everything in this house but his wife. Now, if you read from 37 and then you get into 38, you'll find something you think is out of context where Judah, because it was really Judah's instigation that all this took place, he went into the Canaanites and lived like a Canaanite and took a Canaanite wife. Keep that in mind because it's not out of context. And now Joseph in a strange land, y'all with me today? I don't know if you're with me today. I'm a stranger. I'm a pilgrim. I don't have time to break everything down. Stay with me. Potiphar's wife said, this young man, remember he was 17, probably close to 18, maybe 18 by now. He's got some looks. And so she wanted him. Judah went crazy. Joseph never said this is the pitch. maintained his integrity and his righteousness and said, No way. Your husband, my master, has given me everything but you, and I will not touch you. Well, that made her mad. She probably said, This is the pitch." You see, even though he was walking around out of a hole, he was still in a hole. Sometimes when you're walking around and you think it's behind you, you're still really in it. I'm taking my time and can't wait to get there because God has shown me something that has really, hopefully, I will allow change me forever. And so we know. According to the scripture, she basically grabbed him. He said, oh, no. And in the tussle, his garment fell off, and he went out. And she began to say to the servants as she yelled out, hey, look what this guy did. And Potiphar came, Captain Of the jailhouse. Heard the story and said, oh my goodness, Joseph, you're going into the place of the prisoners of the king. I'm still in charge of that. So here he was from one pit to another above ground pit. Now he's back in a pit and there was two in there you all know these stories simple fall today the butler and the baker you kind of need both of them because the baker is going to bake something good and the butler is going to serve it but they got out of favor with Pharaoh oh I don't believe that for a moment I believe God put them in the pit. You see, with God, he understood the definition. It could either be a well springing up into everlasting life, or it could be a prison where you die. So there was Joseph minding his own business, He had gotten favor. He already had favor with Potiphar. So Potiphar just transferred him into the prison to appease his wife, but he still maintained his favor with Potiphar. And he was in charge down there in the prison. Oh, my goodness gracious. You see, no matter what pit I find myself in, I'm still in charge. Y'all must have slept wrong this morning. And so they had some dreams. They had some dreams. They had some dreams. And, you know, they must have found out this is the dreamer. And so, hey, hey, the butler, hey, Joseph, I had this dream. He said, hey, the interpretation belongs to God. Tell him, and I'll pray. And and he began to explain the dream. And he said, wow, in three days, Pharaoh's going to restore you. I'm getting out of the pit. Joseph said, remember me. Well, the butler, excuse me, the baker liked that so much. He had a dream. Joseph, Joseph, I heard what you told the butler. Can you interpret this dream? He said, dreams, interpretation belongs to God. Let me pray about it. And he did. And and he came back and he said, in three days. Pharaoh's gonna lift your head. And he was hanged. With a butler. Can you just see him in that butler attire walking around? Joseph, who's Joseph? Two years went by, the Bible says. Now Joseph probably is what? 19, 20, 21. Never said this is the pitch. Three years. He was in a pit. Pharaoh had a dream, and nobody could interpret it. And the butler said, I'm going to get in favor with Pharaoh. I know this Hebrew. He's in your prison, and he can interpret dreams. Go get him. But before he comes, clean him up. He's been down in the pit. He got to clean up a little bit, you know. So Pharaoh calls for him. Joseph comes, and he says basically the same thing. And, and finally, the Lord gives him the interpretation, and and Joseph begins to say, he wasn't released yet. Now he's still in the pit. Oh, Pharaoh, you're so blessed, basically. God has revealed to you what's coming. You're going to have seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And this is what you ought to do. He said, who is there in my kingdom? He's talking to a prisoner. No, 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 you don't, you don't get this. He's talking to somebody that's in the pit, in a hole. He's not even talking to an Egyptian. Man, I could go a lot of places here, buddy. He said, well, who can I find in my kingdom that the Spirit of God is upon like you? In a pit. So in case you didn't get that, when I am in a pit, so is God. He said he'd go with me always, so if I'm in a pit, he's in a pit. I think he is accustomed to a pit because they lowered him down in a pit before they brought him up and brought him before Pilate. So, I wonder what Jesus thought when he was in the pit. Did he say, This is the pit? Or did he say, This is a well? Oh. This is a well I'm fixing to spring up into somebody's life. This is not a prison, it's, it's not a dungeon, it's a well. Let's go back to Joseph for a moment. I mean, they doctored him up. I mean, he was looking good. Now, all of this took place in the prison and all the years and all of this, and now he's 30 years old. Do you understand that he dealt with the pits for 13 years? How long have you dealt with yours? He was lied upon. He was betrayed and forgotten. His daddy thought he was dead. And now, he's second in Egypt. Pharaoh said, listen, I like you so much, I'm going to give you a wife. He had two sons Ephraim and Manasseh. And the seven years of plenty <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it's great when everything's going your way. But then all of a sudden, year seven stopped, and the year eight came, and there was nothing but Joseph was a wise man, and he had all this stored up. That's why you've got to store some things up of the blessings of God and write some things down so that when you... Are in a place of famine, you can begin to eat back from your testimony, eat back from the things that God has done, eat back from the things that God has delivered you from. So now he's 37 years old. 20 years had passed. I don't know when Jacob sent his sons to buy corn in Egypt. I don't know. But it was several years. So now, he's hitting that magic mark of needing glasses at 40. I want to do things so you'll remember this message for those of us that wear glasses. Those of us that need glasses but won't wear them. (laughs) I was meddling in. All of a sudden, now, his whole look has changed. His whole look has changed. you you got to understand his whole, because his brothers came. Oh, they didn't bring Benjamin. Oh, no, 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 no. They left the baby at home. They all come, and they go before him, and he sees his brothers. His brothers didn't even know who he was. How can a brother not know his own brother? It's amazing what the pit will do. (laughs) Oh, I love this message. What has the pit done for you? Have you allowed the changing of handcuffs and stocks? Or have you sung and praised like Saul? Have you looked like? This is a prison or if you look like this is a well Come on apostolic get a hold of what I'm saying Just by the expression of some of your faces today you know exactly what I'm talking about Some of you are in the pit this It's not a physical pit that I'm talking about it's an emotional one It's an attitude. It's a mindset. Well, Joseph pulled one over on them. Gave them the corn, put their money back in the sacks. They went, "Ah, oh, there's money in here." And they went back and said, "Hey, you know, everything's cool. Evidently God has blessed you and but you need before you come back, you need to bring The baby. In fact, he kept one of them there. So they go back and they eat on Pharaoh's corn. That's another place you didn't get because I'm not. I'm eating the food of this world. physical food. Oh, yes, I am. But I ought to be feasting on heavenly bread. What good is a meal without a piece of bread? We had grilled cheese sandwiches yesterday and homemade tomato soup. What good would the soup be without the bread to dip in the soup? Y'all don't know anything about. Well, that corn didn't last long because they had a big family. It's amazing how you go grocery shopping. And if you got a bunch of kids like my daughter, it's amazing how often you got to go. So here they come back. They begged daddy said, Daddy, we got to bring Benjamin. No, you're not. We can't go back then. We cannot go back. He said he would not see our face without him. Okay, take him. Here comes Benjamin back, and they see him. They don't even recognize him again. You know what I'm saying? I wonder, since you have come into contact with Christ, and is supposed to be transformed into a new creature, and you meet an old-time friend, Do they recognize you? (laughs) Ha, ha. Yeah, that's the same old dude. No, I didn't recognize you at all. You changed so much. They come back. They're nervous. I mean, they are nervous. They come before him. Joseph... Sees them. He had to go behind the curtain. He lets them by. He put the cup into his brother Benjamin's sack. They leave. Go get them. And, of course, the older brother says, we didn't take nothing. Look in any sack. We didn't take nothing. They open the sack. Benjamin! Benjamin said, I didn't do it. It's just like a baby, isn't it? Can you imagine those brothers saying, this is the pitch. This is a very bad, bad, bad situation here. It's going to be very unpleasant when you take us back before the second. So they come back, they come back and everything, and Oh, my, oh, my. They, you know the story. You know the story. He, he has to go behind the curtain again. Then he comes out and says, I'm Joseph. And now they're really afraid. Not uh, Benjamin. but well, the rest of them are really afraid. He brought us back to kill us. Some of you get so bitter about other people that do things wrong to you, that put you in the pit. How about eating with us, would you? How about eating with us? And they they said, and you know what? He gave his baby brother a double heap in mine. He just poured it on. There wasn't no famine in Joseph's house. No, that flew over your head like a bird. I'm telling you, hey, when I'm in the pit uh, and then when I come out, hey, in the pit or out of the pit, there is no famine in my house. You've got to hear what I'm telling you this morning. Whether I'm in the pit or out of the pit, there is no famine in my house. Oh, my God will supply. (laughs) David said it well. I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Okay, go get daddy. But leave Benjamin here. Oh, no, something had changed. Something had changed the great boys. No, 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 no. We're not leaving him here. That'll bring our dad down to the grave. We're not leaving him here. Are you with me? Are you with me? George, are you with me? Yeah, we're not. Hey, I'll be surety for him. Keep me here. Keep, keep, Keep me here. Come on, please. If they don't return, then do to me whatever you want to do to me, but don't keep baby Benjamin here. Joseph gave in. They went back. Can you imagine? 40 close years. His father has been in a pit of despair since 17 to 40. What is that? 23 years. And now all of a sudden, Joseph's alive. Hitch up the wagons, boy. We're going to Egypt. So they get down to Egypt. I love this. I, I, I love this. Pharaoh says to these sheep herders, which was taboo in Egypt, they wouldn't have anything to do with a herder. Go down to the best land in Egypt. Go down to Goshen. Go down to the best land. And there you can have the best land. All from a pit, all from a well. Not a prison. His brother says. Forgive me. Forgive me. He said don't worry about it. What you meant for a pit. God meant for a well. To save many people alive. Now. To bring it all home. Where you can really identify with this. Okay. Have you ever a fruit with a pit like a peach like a plum apricot even blackberries don't eat the pit the definition of a pit from a fruit? Listen to me, you gotta get this. It's a hard seed. Ow! No, that's better than good as my daughter gets ready. I hope she's around somewhere. She needs to get up on that piano, that keyboard, whatever it is she plays. It's a hard seed. A stone. A stone seed. A chief corner stone. A sure foundation. Found in the seed. Down in the depths uh, in the heart uh, of the fruit. But actually, the pit, as we stand, is not the seed. The seed is found inside of the pit. And the seed inside the pit, if you don't put it in a hole, it can never grow to produce fruit. So my pit may be hard, but I'm the seed. I'm the seed of Abraham. And if I'm not planted... I can never bear fruit. So your pit is nothing but an opportunity to bear fruit. When you think of it as a well, it may be hard. But once the outside pit decays and I begin to germinate, I bust through the pit. I come out of the ground and I've put forth buds and I bear fruit. Some 60, some 80, some 100. You know why the church of the living God's not bearing fruit? Is because we're looking at a pit as a prison in a dungeon instead of looking at it as a well. Instead of looking at it, that my pit is nothing more than a seed waiting to spring up. Jesus himself used that analogy with his own body not planted how can it be resurrected so the next time you say or catch yourself about to say the pits this is the pits why don't you change that and say this this is nothing more than a well Come on, somebody. I needed this message. I don't know about you, but I needed it message. Because I'm telling you, life can be a hard pit. And I'm nothing but a seed inside of life waiting for this outside to die physically. The altar's open for some of you. I know you need to come. You, you need to be here. And you need to begin to thank God, change my thinking about life's hardness. Sing, daughter, when you're ready. Don't forget the fellowship. Stay as long as you'd like. Visitors, glad that you're here. Alvin, Stephanie, we love you. The Lord bless you. So let's change the title now. Instead of the pitch, let's say the well.